Luca Nation, your weekly content preview of the weekly PWCC auctions. Uh, one of those auctions where like, there's some really good stuff. Some really good stuff. There's about 10,000 items ending tomorrow evening, Sunday, February 19th. And uh, I think I favorited like 50 items that we could spot. An exercise Ooh. we might do, Cage, is, you know, uh, you'll, you'll name a player. Mm -hmm. I'll go to my favorites, and we'll look through some of the cards. Maybe we'll go that route. But I like I, it. I I do think it's a bit of uh, that hit head fake you mentioned a few days ago, where yeah, we see a little bit of a peak up in prices. You did a great segment called Two Up One Down" with LeBron cards. Uh, I believe the refractor kind of LeBron Griffey and Joe Montana. So it was kind of like and, a difference in, in pop, right? Like 30 or 50 is very different than 100. You wouldn't think, but it's pretty crazy. And the Montana was the one that's still – Montana uh, was slightly off from last month. And the LeBron, you know, looks like it – I've said it before. It looks like it bottomed and picked back up, and it didn't. Um, but, you know, the, the LeBron is, you know, that was trading in like the 40 range, and now it was 50. And uh, the Griffey, that was a cool one. That's a record price for that card. We are just seeing a lot of Griffey stuff, you know, start to move up. It was the uh, the Beckett nine uh, rubies, um, and uh, that was the one last one. And then there was also a um, uh, in a similar auction this week. There was a PMG of Griffey that sold for a ton, also. Um, so just the Griffey stuff is just kind of moving. You know, the PMG out of fifty was one, and then so. There are, and we'll get into it in a second. I don't know what kind of where you went with this weekly auction. Did you go vintage, did you go baseball, football? You know, are you saying, you know, maybe take a look at Tua cards in this offseason? We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, I like. Uh, you said you have 50 right? favorites, right? 50 Probably more. favorites. Probably more. Can I tell you somebody who I think should be your favorite? Sure. And you could pull it up. I know you have a bunch of this stuff, but have you ever heard of Cap Anson? So I bring a different kind of like, uh, you know, thing to the show, right? You have some modern, shiny, and, you know, when we look at auctions, it's funny, you know, you tell the folks, we, you know, we text, we text with our group, we text with our content teams, we, we you know, we have, we have, you know, Instagram chats, and a lot of auctions ended last week, you know, golden auctions ended, PWCC premier auction ended, um, there was a liquid auction, I mean, there's always auctions ending, and you kind of did like a gloss over like auctions bad. Kind of, you know what I mean? And I'm like, wait a second, look at this thing I just did where it had, you know, two cards that look like they're picking back up. And you basically were like, well, modern, modern stuff didn't exactly do so well on this one, like modern uh, cards. And I'm sure most of the stuff you're going to talk about are going to be modern and that's going to be fun. Maybe there's an opportunity in modern. Sure? I like to, for these, you know, I watched the 30 segments. for 30 with uh, Bird versus Magic yesterday. So I, might be I consider Bird and magic. magic modern. You consider it vintage. You not consider Bird modern. Magic modern? Yeah, 100%. And so you consider people. 1981 tops modern? Yeah, so does so does most grading companies would consider that not ultra modern, wow. but modern. Like vintage is like, you know, in the 70s and before. I, mean, I remember vintage for a long time was, I think it was 1971 and before it was considered vintage. I think it might be 1980 now. But, but Magic Bird, a lot of their cards, especially like their stuff in the 90s, I consider that modern so, for me. So but as Cage will finish the statement, it's a quick one. Mm -hmm. My favorite card in this auction is the 1969 Topps Rolly Fingers. Raleigh. Raleigh Fingers. Rolly great, Fingers. Great mustache. Three guys that rolled the best Sticky Icky back in the day from 1969. Raleigh Fingers? Bro Rolly Fingers. Said, right? If you 
Yeah. But you're saying it wrong, but I understand why. No, but do me a favor. Pull, just type in Cap Anson and look at the color on this card. Okay? And I'll talk as you look at it. Because even though we talk about shiny and modern and color, this card is from the 1800s. And it is one of the coolest looking cards in real high grade. Nice background, pastel colors. Like, just take a look. You're going to be surprised. And Cap Anson was like, I consider the first superstar of baseball. Played for 27 consecutive seasons. And you'd like him. You want to know why? Because baseball didn't have the money at the time, right? So a guy was a first <laughs> baseman. That's hilarious. Manager. This guy looks like Coach Co. This looks like Coach I mean, Co. looks a little like him, but you're not sharing. Pull it up, and then you can share, and, and people will see it. But basically, he, he was the manager, first baseman, minority owner. Zoom in on the card because it's a really cool card. You know, it's a really cool Cap Anson card. Um, look at the color on that. Look at how nice. It's like, it's like it came out of a pack yesterday, and it's from 1888. I mean, just a really cool card. This guy, um, what's, what's funny is after he left baseball, after playing for 27 years, right, um, this guy, he went and was an entrepreneur which is why I think he should be one of your favorites because they didn't make all of the you know money that they were making in baseball. He, he started his own team. He owned a billiards hall, a bowling hall, you know, went to Chicago and like had a whole bunch of like, you know, companies on his own. He even did like touring, you know, what, what you consider like stand up, like vaudeville. He had like a vaudeville act. I mean, just, you know, crazy stuff. And that's a cool card. I mean, that's not cheap. I'm not telling you guys. The tagline is baseball. Like now the yep. taglines are blue prism. The tagline back then was baseball. Baseball, exactly. As opposed to what, like, Cap yep. Anson would have played, like, softball. Yeah, I mean, Hall of Famer, 1939. But why I think you'd love him is all of these things that he did, billiards hall, bowling hall, vaudeville circuit, performing monologues, songs. Um, he had a minority stake in the Colts team, Anson's Colts. He wound up losing all of it. Most of his business venture failed. He went bankrupt. So I mean, he, this he is, was in business with Al Capone. This is a guy you should. Is that what it was? I don't. I mean, there's nothing about Al Capone in here at all. But you know, I mean, it's just he's. It's an interesting. He's an interesting story for a player. And by the way, I didn't know all this stuff about Cap Anson. I wasn't born with it. But this is part of the fun of cards like this, right? I mean, you buy a Luca card, you're probably not going to go to Google. And try to learn who Luca is. You know who Luca is. It's a guy so who needs Kyrie to help him win. And then I go all the way down yeah. the rabbit hole. So, and then but, I actually but, end up on his dad, and I found out that his dad's a professional basketball player. So there you go, professional, loosely spoken, like you're. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, so anyway, it's 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 fun stuff. It's one of the cool things about the hobby. An 1888 card. You're talking about a card that is. Can you do the math on that? What's that? 140 years. 142. 135. 135 years. Good math. I mean, very close rounding. I like it. You did the rounding stuff. But I mean, it is a, it's, it's a, it's a piece of history and kind of cool. So I, I love it because some of the older cards, I mean, look at them. They're weird. They're cut. They're black and white. They're faded. This card, it looks like somebody made that this week. Real nice card. All right. It's not one of your 59 favorites. So we got to jump into it. So I'm going to just go <laughs> through my front page, which mm-hmm. is baseball. Okay, and you're gonna pick one, two, Ooh, five nice. cards from there that you think are cool. I'm gonna go through them pretty quickly. You guys follow along, um, and then Cage will say, "Let's talk about X." Okay, perfect. Understand I like the it. game. I understand okay. the game. So the first cool card is a 1946 W603 Sports Exchange All Star picture of Lou Gehrig. <laughs> Ever heard of these? <laughs> I've heard of them. You don't see them too often. And this is one of those things that, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's oversized. Bless you. Bless you I like it. Um, so you have the oversized. Rolly Fingers, uh, the best rollers, <laughs> Bob, Larry, and Rolly Fingers. 
you got the Roberto Clemente. You got an Eddie Murray PSA. Or Bob and Larry. Give me Bob and Larry. Bob and Larry. Bob and Larry Law LLC. Eddie Murray. You got a PSA 9 at 800 bucks. You guys remember a PSA 10 of this was 30,000 plus last year. Yeah, week. pretty crazy. You have two Desert Shield cards of Chipper Jones. One's mm-hmm. is a PSA 8, one's a PSA 10. Uh, if you guys haven't listened, Mark Mader served in the U.S. Armed Forces, and we talked about this card on that guest episode. If you haven't listened to it, What's the do. difference between the two in the grades and price? Because I can't really see it from what So it's uh, 210 bucks for the PSA 8 right now mm-hmm. and 1,000 bucks at a PSA 10. Now – you got the Derek Jeter foil card. You have a few of them. You have a PSA 9, a BGS 9, and a BGS 9. For this card, I love BGS because of the subgrades. Mm-hmm. Both of these BGSs are 0.5 away. Two, two nine five subgrades and two nine subgrades. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh. Pop 2, Bowman Chrome, Griffey, Golden Anniversary card cool out of card. 50. Yep, you got the Griffey Soul of the Game PSA 10. Impossible, impossible grade. Really, really tough. You got an upper deck Mickey Mantle patch. You've got an ultimate collection Mickey Mantle patch. You got a Derek Jeter gold. Mike Trout black label rookie. You got a Tatis Bowman Chrome auto. Then you got some of my favorite here. So you have International Ink Juan Soto. You've got a one of one rookie Aaron Judge card. You've got this is probably my favorite card. It's I love Stadium Club. I I think Mm -hmm. Stadium Club photography is some of the nicest. That's Soto doing his shuffle. Yeah, you have the Soto doing a shuffle. It's an SGC 1010. You know you could trust SGC when it comes to their grading. This is a perfect card. I've subbed a ton of cards at, at uh, SGC. It's really hard to get this grade. This is a gold refractor on-card auto of Stadium Club for Juan Soto. This is insane. So you have a Hank Aaron on-card auto with a game-used bat. Um, yeah. SGC 10 with a 9.5. So those are my baseball cards. Any of those cage stick out that you'd love to discuss in further detail? Well, I mean, I love the black label. The Eddie Murray is a cool one, but you kind of started the discussion off on it already. I mean, go through the PSA pop reports. That's obviously, you know, it's going to be a fraction for a nine than it was for a 10. I mean, you're talking about, you know, single digit percent, less than 5% of the price, which is pretty crazy to think about how that, you know, um, you know, it, it's something that I think about with my cards also, right? I mean, I have several cards that fall into a similar category, whether it's your 86 Jerry Rice, 86 Fleer Jordan. You know, I mean, talk about the difference. Obviously, you know, different different card there. But, you know, if Murray is 20000 for a 10 and 500 for a 9, what is that, 40 times the price? So is is that similar to the kind of, you know, bumps that you see for some of these other Jerry Rice? I mean, what's a Jerry Rice 9? You know, if the ten's going to be seventy thousand dollars, Joe Montana. Yeah, Joe Montana. It happens a lot. Kind of um, and then you add that BGS nine five grade in it too, and it it is what it is. That's just how the hobby is today. But there are still iconic cards that are affordable. So any of these you want to talk about that stick out to you? You want to talk about some of the baseball cards you have? Well, I mean, listen, the Hank Aaron. Why do you like that? And also, what I'd ask you about is you can pull old. up the patch cards. You got a Mickey Mantle patch. You got a patch. And you and I kind of differ on this, and I think it's a valuable conversation, right? Like, I don't love patch cards, but I could be wrong about that because of the way that the hobby has been the last few years where patch cards are irrelevant. And I think you could see it kind of go two ways, right? And you're betting on one, and I'm thinking the other. The way I think is that people are just going to sour on patch cards entirely because kids have come in now, they're collecting, and 
for the most part, the patch cards are garbage. They have nothing to do with the player. They have nothing to do with the, you know, the event, the team, anything. As a matter of fact, Tops this year that we opened, you know, Ian and I pulled hat patches that are just, they were from a hat. They're just manufactured fake, what, like a hat thing, but it's not even from a hat. It says right on right the back of the card, this is manufactured for this card. Yeah, I've seen so that. what's I, the point? Brady of that? has that from like 2004 upper deck. You know, like I don't know, man. But, but, I mean, so so I guess matter. The question, right, is you're looking at patches that are real patches. You're looking at bat relics. You're looking at real game used jersey relics from from stars, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, those become more valuable. Those become more coveted as we move away from that. They're they're not making more of those, and people will seek those out because they're rarer. Because what's being made now is garbage. I'm thinking the opposite. Tell me why you think it's uh, uh, you know valuable. The three there are two mantles and mm -hmm. one Hank Aaron. So the Hank Aaron, why I said he was old, is I don't think there's going to be a ton of Hank Aaron game-used memorabilia with an on-card auto in the future. That's just going to be a very hard thing to get. right? Because it's not a sticker auto. So he has to actually have that card, and he's getting older. So Hank Aaron, that's an on-card with mm -hmm. a game-used piece of a bat. I mean, I, he, I he passed I can't away. Imagine. So Hank Aaron is not getting older anymore. The card is getting older, but he, he died in Willie Mays. Willie Mays is the one that's still with us? Yeah. Yep. Amazing. But, but Hank Aaron, he, already, he has already passed away. Um, well, Willie Mays it. is 91, and he's still, he's still, he's he's still, still with us. us. Yes. So take a look at this, then. This is from 2020, Cage. I, this might be one That's of on his card, last. That's on-card? An on-card yeah. auto? Wow. Yeah. So you have a game-used bat, and you have his on-card auto, with, which are with a really crisp auto here, Cage. Really crisp auto. And I apologize that I didn't know Hank Aaron passed away, but I, I, you got to imagine this is one of the last on-card autos he has. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that adds, a, adds another layer to it. How about the black label Mike Trout? What's that? The two mantles are game-worn. And they're yeah. from a cool set. They're from the Ultimate Collection. So I think the set matters as well when it when it comes to fabric or patches. So that's a good way, right? So you have a, a Aaron Judge rookie and you have a Mike Trout rookie. You have an Aaron Judge one of one rookie, and you have a Mike Trout, the Bowman, but not the Bowman Auto, and not his Topps rookie from 2011. It's a 2009 Bowman Draft Picks card. So you have highlighted two cards. Obviously, great cards for different reasons. One, you have the one of one Judge rookie, and two, the the Bowman Trout is a black label Beckett 10. But they're both from what I would consider uh, lower tier sets, right? I mean, most Trout collectors would say, okay, if I'm looking for a, a 2009, it's going to be the Bowman Chrome Auto, what everyone knows about. Now I'm looking for a rookie on him. It's going to be 2011, maybe the Diamond Anniversary, the Topps Update. Same thing with Judge. He's got, the, I think it's 2013 uh, was his like rookie year. He's got, you know, he's got uh, Bowman Chrome stuff. And then he's got 2017 tops stuff. This is not tops. What is it? What is the is it's finest? It's finest? It's finest. Yeah. yeah. But I like it. I mean, it's a cool card. It's a cool but card. But does it bother so, you that a lot of these cards that you're pulling out are stadium club finest? Like not in basketball terms, you'd compare it to, you know, Andrew's not pulling the tops chrome or the prism out. He's pulling, you know, an optic card or mosaic. Matter? Good question. No, it does not bother me. Okay. And if you were buying those cards, are you buying those cards, the baseball ones specifically, like Trout 
and Aaron Judge, are you buying them to hold them for a couple months, wait to see if they get hot, and then move them? Or are those cards you want like as PC cards because you like those guys in the near future? Well, let's think about what we do at the show. There's 10,000 items in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why? I, th- that's more than there were in the previous month. Oh, yeah, a lot. Um, there's 7,000 was the previous month. And then we remember at the, in September, October, there's up to 12,000. Mm-hmm. So my job here is to get people to kind of like third base. Take a look at this. Take a look at that. Um, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say this is a good or bad investment. Mm-hmm. What I look at for when I do these like favorites is the Eddie Murray. Wait, a PSA 10 sold last week for 30K. This one's at 900. Take a look. Or Desert Shield Tripper Jones. I remember we talked about that card. There's two in this auction. Take a look, guys. Or that refractor uh, BGS 10 trap. That's a, that's a crazy card, black label. The yep. finest uh, Aaron Judge, one of one rookie. That's a cool card. Just a cool card. You guys do your own research. Make your own decisions. I'm not telling people to buy here at all. I'm just kind of picking out cards that I think are either cool or they tie into previous sales or recent previous sales. Like it. I mean, I definitely do. Um, So, I mean, we had a bunch of baseball. Mahomes. Mahomes. Would you be a buyer of Mahomes this week? A seller of Mahomes this week? Staying away from Mahomes this week? There's one cool one that I could bring to, to everyone's but there's plenty of Mahomes cards. You could just type Mahomes in. But there's one cool one that I think we've looked at before, the blue and red optic. You know I'm a seller. We, we talked about it on our show. We even talked about how um, – yeah, so of course I'm a, I'm a, I told you I'm a seller. You know that. So would you be a seller on any Mahomes cards? No. Okay. Because during liquidation periods like this, when there's a, a an event, an earnings event, a Super Bowl, you also see a lot of cool cards. Like I think that that red and blue on card autos a pop four, PSA ten. Yeah, it's so, only twenty three of them. I mean that's scarce. It's a you know it's a cool numbered card. There are some interesting Mahomes. I mean you even though it's just one auction, it's just one weekly auction. You you can kind of get a feel for just how much stuff there is out there. Like there's a, you know, there's a, the impeccable helmet auto, you know, that's out of 75. I don't know why they call it helmet. Obviously it's got a Jersey piece in it. I'm even calling it a helmet. It's kind of weird, but that one's a PSA 10. There's only six tens and that's an expensive card. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of the, you know, little stuff in here. Um, I will say that people overpay. Like you saw a Jalen Brown, uh, Jalen Green, I apologize. Nike swoosh out of three. Sold in the PWCC premiere, that sold for seventy five thousand dollars. Cage just because it's a PSA ten, right? So there is a premium when it comes to these really rare cards. That th- when they're in a PSA ten, p- people will pay. Well, there'll be a competitive bidding war for them. So here's the two that Cage is talking about. I will say about this blue and red card, Cage. Yep. You'll see here it's a sticker auto. Yep. If you actually look at his other optics, the hollow, the blue. They're not sticker autos. They're on-card autos. Yep. So I'd be careful with this one. I don't know the, the 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 heritage or the lineage behind why this one is a sticker auto, but others from this exact set are not. There's a lot of Optic Mahomes cards out there. There's a lot of Optic rookie Mahomes cards out there. So two more I want to get your opinion on, sure. right? One that I know you really like and one I've never seen. Um, and back in 2018 when it came out and the World Cup was on and before all kinds of craziness, I was actually buying a ton of Mbappe prism cards. Um, mm-hmm. And I know all about them. I had lasers and tens. I had mojos. And it was confusing because mojo was not out of 25. It was actually – there were many more of them. I had the Cyrillic. Look at this 
green crystals out of 25. I didn't even know before I, I started looking in this weekly auction. I didn't even know this card existed. Yeah. What do you think of this card? And and talk to me about Mbappe as a, as a whole and whether this is the one to go for because there's some other cool ones. The select is in here, which some say is actually the rookie. Um, you know, there's the tops Chrome, the 2017 instead of 18 different jersey. I mean, talk talk to me about this. What do you what are your thoughts on Mbappe? What are your thoughts on soccer overall? And then this card. <laughs> I think Mbappe is going to move. I, I definitely think he's going to move teams. He actually posted, I think, something with a Man U jersey. Mm-hmm. But if, 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 so I'm a believer in Mbappe long term. I think he ends up at Madrid. I think if we get inside the brain of an investor or a collector, the number one thing that they want, I believe, is continuity. Continuity and product. And I think what makes th- this release from 2018 so challenging is you just said it. Mojo wasn't out of 25. But in basketball, it is out of 25. But it's right. Mojo Prism. Why isn't it? Wait, but this is crystals? I've never seen this before. This That's is out, out of 25. Yeah, and I've never Right, seen and then it. there's camouflage in football. And there's camouflage here. And, I, and I there's think white it, sparkles. I, and you're told it's out of 20, but you don't really know. And then there, you know, there's other ones. It's Cyrillic. And it is really out of 25. And we think it is. And then there's Pulsar. Which is fine. It's fine if you're getting a bargain. But it's not fine if you're paying top dollar and you have that also in the back of your mind. Not only are you taking a risk on buying someone who's young, who two World Cups. I mean, he, or one one World Cup and one uh, goal scorer, um, highest goal scorer at the World Cup. But you also have to wonder about, the, am I buying the right card of his? And, and I think that's scary. It's scary buying, for example, an orange, right? Orange gets no hobby love, even though it's so short print. So I sort of think the same thing with this crystal. Uh, I know it seems like it's short print. It's Makes out of sense. 25, but I think the lack of continuity in the releases and in the parallels makes it confusing. I like that analysis, and I think that's part of why you see such a premium for the gold out of 10. Because yep. you know it's gold, it's out of 10. You know prism gold out of 10. And it, it basically, if you're a prism buyer and you see this, and obviously the gold's going to be significantly more than this, you say, you know what, I'm just going to save up and I'm going to buy the gold. And that's why the gold suffers so much because everybody's like, at least I know what that's going to be. Speaking of gold, and a really so the tops did this too, which mm-hmm. sort of they lost their way in the mid 2000s. Yeah, 50, 99, the chromes. Yeah, 100%. You're 100% right. A product you like, a release you like. I don't know if it's a player you like, and I want to know your thoughts on this card. One of your favorites, the Panini 1 and 1 Gold Anthony Edwards rookie out of 10. What do you think about that one? It's not the first set, right? Because the first set was 2019. I know you're a fan of the first set. But what do you think about this as a gold? Compared to like a prism gold, which would sell for 10 times or 20 times the price of this. Ants showed me a little something the last few months. So if you guys haven't seen, so Cat, uh, Carl Anthony Towns had like a, um, it was a calf sprain. He was supposed to be out for like six weeks. He's not going to be back probably till end of March, early April. You get rid of D'Lo. And now Rudy Gobert, he's been in and out of lineup. Now it's Anthony Edwards' team. If you kind of think about it, this is what we've wanted with, for the number one draft pick. So I do think that Panini One and One has incredible collector bases. A PSA nine or a PSA ten of this, it matters, but like, it comes already factory sealed with a. You know, so it's like all these cards come in good condition. Nine's just maybe probably a little off centered. Or I think Ant might be a buy. I think Ant might be a buy. Uh, he's re- he he really came into his own the last two, three, four weeks when he had more freedom to do his thing. And I think if you look forward the next eighteen months. Next year or next 24 months will be his breakout season. I do believe that. Hmm. Okay. So I have a question for you. I want you to. I think LaMelo is a better buy, though. 
when it's all said and done, I want you to rank for me these guys. When it's all said and done in now, it's not going to be the same. Eh, when it's all said and done, I want you to rank for these guys. I want you to tell me. I'm going to give you five names. Tell me who is going to go down as the best player of these five. Okay. Um, Lamelo Ball, Tyrese Maxey, Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell, and Damian Lillard. So Lillard, Maxey, Mitchell, Jalen Brown, and Lamelo Ball. Dude, you asked the toughest questions. Remember the question you asked me? What do you think Kevin Durant is thinking and feeling today? Yes, exactly. What do you think he's feeling? Yet to be what do I think of is going to be if I rank him? So when they're all retired, all said and done, all said and done, they're all retired. You can base on what they've done, but what you think they're going to do? Potential, what's done, what's not done. Give me the five of them when it's all said and done. Who, who, who are the guys? You know, I'm going to go neck and neck: Donovan Mitchell and Lillard. Lillard's done more than Donovan Mitchell, but I think Donovan Mitchell's on a better team that could do some stuff this year. So Lillard's on the top with Donovan Mitchell also on the top. Fine, Mitchell yes. and Lillard. Fine. Okay. I think Jalen Brown's right there. I think he's going to have more team success, less personal success. So Brown third. Yep. Maxi and then Lamella. Okay. So all five of these guys in this weekly auction have a true RPA national treasures out of 99. All <laughs> five of them. Okay. The Jalen Brown one's really nice. It's a I like Jalen Brown. So, but here's the thing. The, I like that you're, let's just go with your top guys, right? There are three PSA 10s out of those five. Donovan Mitchell with one of them. Mitchell, Maxi, and Lillard. Based on the way that you rank them, you would expect Lillard, Mitchell, kind of, you know, one, two, either way, and then Maxi would be the third of those. Would it surprise you if I told you that the Lillard is a distant last place of those three? Yeah. Half stick, the price, less than that. Less than auto. half the price of the Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, that's right. It's a sticker auto. So the Mitchell is currently sitting at seventy five hundred dollars, and the Lillard's thirty six hundred, and the Maxi's forty six hundred. So the sticker does I think have something you're baking to do with that. in that potential this year's success. Okay, and and Maxi has more potential, right? Jalen Brown, by the way, is at six and that's a nine five, and the Lamelo Ball is actually the same price, tied for last with the Lillard. I just thought this was an interesting exercise because here I am. I know it's on card versus sticker, right? You got LaMelo Ball. It's an 8.5 with a 10. And, um, you know, it's the same price, $3,600. I want to throw one more in. And the reason why I left this separate sure. is because we all know it's a different scenario. It's not an RPA, right? It's not, it doesn't have the patch in it. And it's a PSA 8. But there's another National Treasures rookie out of 99 in this auction. And it's only $1,425 right now. And it's a joker. Jokic has a – it's not an RPA, so that's the difference, right? It's a rookie auto. You see the national treasure. Jokic has, has no vertical. RPAs, actually, which has, is exactly Exactly. But so so you, I, I type in, just as a fun thing, you know, national treasures 99, just to kind of see what you have. What do you have as far as, like, rookie patch autos? And obviously, you're going to get some random ones. You know, you got the Anthony Davis one that's out of 199, not 99. You know, there's a Zach Levine which, you know, if you don't Let like him. Let me answer like, your question with please. a question. Zach Levine's a bust. Or he's, he's, he is what he is. I'll put it that way. There's a John Wall so, one from 2010. Like, there's so, fun ones. So during September 2020, basically kind of the cream of that run-up, uh, a Jokic pop one rookie year prism uh, gold, okay? The main card, the prism gold. PSA 10, pop one. So for 36000 bucks. 
during the yep. height of it all, basically. What yep. would it sell for today? Just give me a number. What do you think that that card would sell for today? No idea. I, I think 100. 100? Okay. Yeah. I think um, that Jokic that you talked about, there's actually a few really nice Jokic rookies in this auction. Yep. I, I don't know what it is about. Um, you guys know I kind of go through the Jokic market every time, and there haven't been a ton of rookies. There's a few, probably five, I think, or six nice Jokic rookies in this auction. That NT of his rookie year, you don't see that come up very often. And what is that, nope. one-fifth, one-sixth of the guys you mentioned? Yeah. Uh, it's a gorgeous card. It's a really, yeah, really some nice fun card. stuff. So I found one more before I move away from the RP, okay. just by comparison, right? Because I actually think that this is a good ceiling comparison to – LaMelo Ball and or Tyrese Maxey as to what I think okay. their careers are going to be. And yet the Maxey's $4,600 and LaMelo is $3,600 and they're going to be, uh, you know, crazy. And this is a BGS 9.5 clear, you know, RPA out of 99 and it's sitting at $310 and it's a guy you like. I might have to buy this. Uh, I know who it is. It's CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum with a nice three-color jersey patch, a really nice CJ McCollum. And guys, we do this for a reason, right? We do this because it's yeah. great to see the top ones. It's great to see the Donovan Mitchell because he's potentially doing great this year. It's great to see, you know, LaMelo Ball, even though it's an 8 5 10, selling for as yeah. much as a Damian Lillard. Scroll down a little bit right there on the first page. Just type in National Treasures, you know, out of 99 or RPA or whatever you want to type in. CJ McCollum is a stud, a stud. Yeah. And here's his uh, 9 5 Gem Mint RPA, National Treasures out of 99. No graded higher, none higher on this for three hundred and ten dollars. I would actually say he's a great comp in a in just a player to Maxi. Yeah, like their styles are similar, undersized guards. So think about that was, for a sec. One fifteenth of the price. <laughs> so I was favoriting and watching a card on eBay. It was the immaculate mm-hmm. uh, CJ McCullen, and it was just sitting there at sixty bucks all week. So it, it's it's a great way to see that demand just. Fizzles out after a certain point. Yeah. I mean, it's... You know it's, CJ's um, the president of the Players Association? Yeah. You did, you if you guys want to... Oh, I never you guys checked it, to go you watch. told me. <laughs> him and, him and uh, Jose Alvarado did like a live show with uh, JJ Redick. It's pretty cool, Cage. They're doing these live podcasts now. This is kind of like the new, new media, so to speak, where you still do your podcast, but you do it live in front of an audience. You sell out tickets. And then there's a Q&A portion towards the end as well. Andrew met him, who and Siege? gave and yeah and gave him a card. So give him a really holds nice a card. special place. What card did you give him? So so do you know the blank slate cards? Yeah, from today, yep. there people don't know about this card, but there's it's called a blank front card from '96 Ultra Rising Stars. It, it's a gorgeous card. It's it's literally just a white card, and it was a Kobe PSA nine that I bought before all of this stuff. I bought cards back in the day to bring us like gifts or like networking events. I bought it for like a hundred bucks and I gave it to him. Kobe rookie. There you go. There it's is a, a Kobe uh, rookie. It's my favorite card. There is a Kobe Chrome in this one, a PSA 10 Kobe Chrome rookie with significant greening. And look at the price compared to what it was in the, uh, the craziness of the bubble. It's basically one tenth of the high point. It's pretty nuts. Pretty crazy to see. But that it's not it's not a very nice version of the card. But you could take a look there's, at it. L- let me actually share with you guys. So there's a, I wouldn't go for base Kobe cards, but there are quite a few refractors of his cage. Mm-hmm. So there's a few. So 
Take a look at this, guys. So you have the Bowman's Best refractor right here, two of them. Yep. Look at this price difference, right? I can't figure out why there's this price difference, but one sitting at 15, 1525 the other's at 2600 and I think it has something to do with uh, PWCC only labeling one as a PSA pop, one of 13, but there's two of them right next to each other. Then you have the, the, the tra 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 traditional rookie R23 card sitting at 8500 bucks for a PSA 10, and right next to it, for a PSA 9, 525 bucks. So, and then you have his main card page. This is the card that people chase after. So you got 16,500. Yeah, That's nice. It's like it's like the gold refractor, um, the finest air card. So there, there's quite a bit of of Kobe, really nice Kobe's in this in this auction. All right. This is I mean, another one. The Skybox yeah, Premium, the, green the new edition. That's cool. Those are really nice. I really like hard to get a 10 on. That's cool design for the times. You know what I mean? That's a really cool design. The only thing I'll I'll throw up on here is there are some really nice Pokemon cards in this one as well. A lot of first edition, 1999, you know, the base set, the first English edition, uh, PSA 10s. If you're trying to build a set, it looks like somebody broke a setup. Um, you know, everything from five-figure Venusaur to, you know, there's a Zapdos, a Mewtwo, Magneton. Um, you know, these will, will probably all go for five figures um, when it's said and done. So really nice you know, it looks like somebody broke it up. Just be careful. The Blastoise is not a first edition. It's a shadowless. That's why it's, you know, looks like it's a bargain right now. So be careful. Don't just, you know, smash the button. They look the same. That's missing that little first edition stamp on it. So I got to ask you. So no basketball. So I watched a little hockey yesterday. And I watched Edmonton versus the Rangers. Because I can't, I, I, I like learning new sports and understanding. And I'm, Connor McDavid, right? So you mm -hmm. have two guys on this team. 100 I, I points, right? The other. Six straight season, I think. Yeah. First and second. Now he, he just broke 100 points yesterday with an assist. You know, the first and second in points. It, it's basically to me like having LeBron and Joel Embiid on the same team. And this team okay. is sixth in the West. And I'm like, how does this make sense? And then I'm seeing the prices people pay for Connor McDavid. And I'm thinking, th this is sort of reminds me of Halant. They think that this guy is the next thing. He puts up insane stats. Mm -hmm. But one, he's going to live through the junk wax, or should we call it a junk slab era. Yep. And two, he's already priced to the moon. So almost anything that happens short of a Stanley Cup, and it doesn't look like that's happening. I mean, he's been doing it a little longer than Holland. I think his rookies are from 15. Obviously, okay. he's got six straight seasons at the highest level. Not, Hockey people listening. Why doesn't it quit the wins? I mean, is Jokic good? Jokic is fantastic. Good question. Has he won a championship? Do you expect him to win a championship this year? I know he's the one seed, but it's it's the same thing, man. Especially but where he you has, have. But he, next to him is that guy with the I don't know how to say his name, but he's also he has a point leader right next to him. Okay, so same kind of thing, right? I mean, this is professional sports. There's 30-something teams, and you say it better than anybody else. The team sport, the, the better team wins. That's why the Astros seem to win even without top-level talent. And Shohei Otani and Mike Trout can be on the same team, number one and two, top five voting in the MVP for both of them. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't equate to wins, right? It, they're not winning in the playoffs. They're not even getting to the playoffs. You know, Dreisel is, is how you say his name. Leo Dreisel. The best players don't uh, do not do it. The cool thing about McDavid is, yes, he's saying junk wax, but there are some clear-cut 
you know, great cards of his that already are priced. But I mean, like we talk about the the young guns, right? So there's not just the young guns. There's also what's called a young guns upper deck exclusive, which is number to a hundred. Um, and there's actually one of them in this auction, um, which is pretty cool. It's the same card. There's a young guns in a PSA 10 that sells for, I don't know, a couple grand, but then you have this version, which is actually numbered out of a hundred. I think it's a BGS nine in this auction and it's selling for five times, six times what the, wow. the base is selling for. The, the reason and, I also said that was there's a black label that sold in premiere for, I think it was like 18 K, yep. but the black labels popped 35. Yeah. But I mean, what's cool, what you have, if you're a hockey collector, that people have talked about, wow, you know, it sucks that basketball doesn't have this and basketball doesn't have this. You know, basketball, everybody loves exquisite okay. because Upper Deck still does hockey. You know, he has an exquisite rookie. He's got exquisite rookie autos. He's got exquisite cards. As a matter of fact, there's one, there's a gold spectrum exquisite auto out of uh, 35 in this auction. It's authentic graded and the autos are nine, but it's still a really cool looking card. Um, you know, those, those cards that you have from LeBron, the ultimate collection, right? There's, there's an ultimate collection, um, you know, Connor McDavid. There's some really cool um, cards with Upper Deck. So I, I think it's a little bit different than, say, Junk Era, especially because he kind of came a little before it with the, you know, 2015 rookie cards. Um, you know, it's what like what you, you say with Jokic. What do you that are right? listening, that are hockey guys? I, I think we have the Loud Collector is someone mm-hmm. who listens on a daily basis and comments what am I missing with, with hockey cards and McDavid and, you know, all, all, all that stuff. So let us know. Any others that you want to kind of spotlight? I have two. Two. Go ahead. I've, I, I just went Pokemon. We talked a little hockey. You know, what, what do you got? Two more? And By the way, guys, uh, we pick. have a TCG uh, round panel with Yamwax, Bro Namath, and Manny DeSimone. We aired it yesterday, hosted amazingly by DPZ. So if you guys want to learn more about TCG Pokemon, uh, last night's episode. Check this out, Cage. This is the 1970 Tops poster. Have you seen this card before? No. Do you see them? They I kind of look them. like Type One. Never even seen them. Yeah. So you have Jerry West and you have Wilt Chamberlain back on the 1970 Lakers. Man, if you if you guys know anything about this Lakers team, and you can watch on ESPN Plus, this is this was the saddest era of Jerry West's career. All of the championships he's all of the personal accolades he's ever wanted, but he couldn't get by. Red Arbach and those vaunted Celtics. Six times they lost to them. Six oh, times in the finals. I mean, they win. They win. So you like 19 – I'm looking at these things right now. 1970s poster. Interesting. I think they're cool. I think they're cool. And then there's – right next to it is a 1981 TCMA basketball card with an on-card auto of Bill Russell. That I thought was pretty cool. That is cool. I mean, I could do these all day. There's a ton of good stuff. Like, this is one of the auctions, guys, that uh, there's there are cards that are collector cards even of your player. Like, if we just think about AI, there's a really cool set called Skybox ES2, EX2000, but it's the Net Assets card. Yep. So it's like it's kind of like a little pamphlet when it opens up. Obviously, when it's in plastic, you can't do that. Almost impossible to get a 10. That's Iverson's rookie year. There are 11 10s, and it's sitting at 320 bucks. Iverson, it's called Net Assets, just an awesome card. You have a 97 Finest Refractor. It says Creators on the top of Michael Jordan. BGS 10, Michael Jordan Refractor, Pop 12 out of 1,090, numbered out of 1,090. There's actually a few Jordan Refractors in this, uh, in this auction. You got... So, Cage, remember I showed you the soaring 
Soaring Stars card yesterday that I bought mm-hmm. with Kobe. Yep. So that's the base. From that same card is Thrill Seekers, which was the insert. There's a Thrill Seekers 1997 Fleer Michael Jordan card in a BGS 9.5. People love that card. That's cool. I mean, the only thing that I have that is, you know, noteworthy, just if you wanted to pull it up for me, is, you know how uh, uh, Prism does stained glass now? Yep. You know, they really do nice like the, the stained glass, and it's a cool card. And we gave yep. the, um, what was it called, the Gallery of Heroes mm-hmm. as, like, the original stained glass cards, and, you know, you take a look at them. I almost forgot, and I saw one in this auction, and you guys know I love Griffey. I'm a, I'm a Griffey collector. I have a little bit of a, a small Griffey side PC. Uh, studio was uh was the name of a, a brand that came out i think it was 1990 91 you know the junk expansion and studio we've talked about these cards because they started with black and white and they did like photos you know they did like a weird holding the ball like this it was almost like photo session like in a photo studio um in 1996 studio take a do me a favor pull up 1996 studio griffey and see what pops up right there this card's pretty funny too yeah, but that's what they – weird, right? It's like a weird studio thing, but that's a stained glass card. 1996 Studio Stained Glass Stars, and it's the, it's the same. It's like, you know, like you could see it both ways. Did, they did the front and the back where it's got the stained glass, you know, acetate, look through. Pretty cool card that shows you the stained glass has been popular in the hobby now for decades. Pretty cool, right? So, this, so these cards, you love PWCC. Um, but when with the scanning, it, these cards look so much better in person than they could ever look on a scan because yep. you need the light to kind of uh, permeate through, right? Yep. It is a nice card, man. And it's weird how they do that, right? It's the same picture, they like reverse negative, so it looks like it's hit front and back, although it's not really. I mean, you can see the one side they got Seattle printed backwards. We, we need competition in manufacturing. It's just a cool card that you just don't see. That's all. When's the last time you opened a pack, modern pack, and you were like, ultra modern pack? Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's cool design. Uh, this is for you guys listening, too. I Honestly, I thought it was uh, the downtowns were a cool little addition. And then okay. Tops did the, like, the home field advantage, which looked basically like a downtown ripoff. Remember that those little subset, and then they were selling for more like Tatis that had like the palm trees and like stuff in the background. Okay, those were cool. You know, like the downtowns, the downtown stuff. I mean, that's cool. Kaboom, you know. I mean, yeah, but you didn't a, like the kaboom, and the kaboom isn't even actually. Uh, yeah, it's no, funny. But, kaboom's not a unique design. It's the same design that uh, Hoop Steel Explosion uses. So it's not a unique design. That's the frustration. We're about like 1990 score football has the same kaboom with like boom and pow and all. I mean, it's definitely not unique, but. You know, you open up a uh, you know a pack, and you're like, "Wow, that's a cool thing." You know, I mean, like the Bengals. You know, you have the the downtown like Joe Burrow's got like a tiger on the car. You know, some of those are they're cool. I, I agree know, with like, the depth. Cartoony. Um, there was a player who stands. I don't think he's going to. This is going to happen, but I'll say it stands to benefit. And his name is James Harden. James Harden stands to benefit. I think the most with a finals run from the Sixers. Oh yeah. There's uh he's someone whose cards haven't done much in a long time. They're relatively cheap. They're sort of that Russell Westbrook level of cheap. You have his Bowman 48 black uh so it's it's the same year as Curry. So it's the Bowman Curry rookie card, but with the black border, it's numbered to 48, it's pop four. 
you have a Harden sitting there at 450 bucks. Wow. Imagine what the Curry would sell for, but obviously a different. Curry player. probably 50,000 bucks, yeah. 60,000 bucks. It's a, but if Harden wins or makes a nice little run, those are the kind of cards people look for. I like it. I like the play. Good luck, everybody. Good luck in your bid and have fun. There's some cool cards in this auction. With nearly 40 years as the most trusted resource for collectors, dating back to the first Beckett magazine in 1984. Beckett has been the brand that bridges generations of the hobby. We're happy to be partnering with Beckett and look forward to keeping you all updated on the big things happening at the company in 2023. Beckett. It's the name you know and the name you can trust.